This is the Internet Multicasting Service. Harper Audio presents Wallace Stevens reading his poem to an old philosopher in Rome. On the threshold of heaven, the figures in the street become the figures of heaven. The majestic movement of men growing small in the distances of space, singing with smaller and still smaller sound, unintelligible absolution and an end. The threshold, Rome, and that more merciful Rome beyond, the two alike in the make of the mind of a common maker, not divine, as if in a human dignity two parallels become a single thing, a perspective of which men are part, both in the inch and in the mile. How easily the blown banners change to wings, things dark on the horizons of perception become accompaniments of fortune, but of the fortune of the spirit beyond the eye, not of its sphere, and yet not far beyond. The human and in the spirit's greatest reach, the extreme of the known in the presence of the extreme of the unknown. The newsboy's muttering becomes another murmuring. The smell of medicine, a fragrantness not to be spoiled. The bed, the books, the chair, the moving nuns, the candle as it evades the sight. These are the sources of happiness in the shape of Rome, a shape within the ancient circles of shapes, and these beneath the shadow of shape in a confusion on bed and books, a portent on the chair, a moving transparency on the nuns, a light on the candle, Staring against the wick to join a hovering excellence, to escape from fire and be part only of that of which fire is the symbol, the celestial possible. Speak to your pillow as if it was yourself, the orator, but with an accurate tongue and without eloquence, oh, half asleep, of the pity that is the memorial of this room, so that we feel in this illumined large, the veritable small, so that each of us beholds himself in you and hears his voice in yours, master and commiserable man, intent on your particles of never-do, 
you're dozing in the depths of wakefulness, in the warmth of your bed, at the edge of your chair, alive yet living in two worlds, impenitent as to one and as to one most penitent, impatient for the grandeur that you need, in so much misery and yet finding it only in misery, the flatness of ruin, profound poetry of the poor and of the dead, as in the last drop of the deepest blood, as it falls from the heart and lies there to be seen, even as the blood of an empire it might be, for a citizen of heaven, though still of Rome, it is poverty speech that seeks us out most. It is older than the oldest speech of Rome. This is the tragic accent of the scene. And you, it is you that speak it without speech, the loftiest syllables among loftiest things, the one invulnerable man among crude captains, the naked majesty, if you like, of bird nest arches and of rain-stained vaults. The sounds drift in. The buildings are remembered. The life of the city never lets go, nor do you ever want it to. It is part of the life in your room its domes are the architecture of your bed. The bells keep on repeating solemn names in choruses, in choirs of choruses, unwilling that mercy should be a mystery of silence, that any solitude of sense should give you more than their peculiar chords and reverberations clinging to whisper Still, it is a kind of total grandeur at the end, with every visible thing enlarged, and yet no more than a bed, a chair, and moving nuns, the immensest theater, the pillared porch, the book and candle in your ambered room, total grandeur of a total edifice chosen by an inquisitor of structures for himself. He stops upon this threshold as if the design of all his words took form and frame from thinking and was realized. The sky seemed so small that winter day, a dirty light on a lifeless world, contracted like a withered stick. It was not a shadow of cloud and cold, but a sense of the distance of the sun, 
the shadow of a sense of his own, a knowledge that the actual day was so much less, only the wind seemed large and loud and high and strong. And as he thought, within the thought of the wind, not knowing that that thought was not his thought, nor anyone's, the appropriate image of himself, so formed, became himself, and he breathed the breath of another nature as his own, but only its momentary breath, outside of and beyond the dirty light, that never could be animal, a nature still without shape except his own, perhaps his own, in the Sunday's violent idleness. This has been Harper Audio. Harper Collins is the copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kilohertz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of Harper Collins Publishers Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call 1-800-C-HARPER or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by HarperCollins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly and Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS Datanet.